It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies. Current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey, hey. And some call him the Space Cowboy, and some call him the Gangster of Love. But we call him Murray. Hello, Murray. Yo. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. All right, we got a bad, jam-packed agenda today. So I'm going to try and make it a goal to get in under an hour tonight. So I think we can do it. I'm going to jammer, jammer hard. Jam it. Uh, so we're just going to do a quick uh, agenda for what we're doing here. Uh, movies we saw last week, uh, movies coming out this week. We're going to do some streaming. Uh, we got some Jim and Bryce Open Rage. Got the Merman Minute. Uh, we got uh, submissions to the Undoubted slash Mesmerized and a newly formed uh, section called The Doubted List. <laughs> and we have a nomination for that as well. Did Helena make the list of uh, Mesmerized or not? I guess we'll have to find out. Stay uh, tuned. And what is this Doubted List I've heard so much about? And then I, we got rage. I, for, I forgot it was a thing, to be honest. Is that really on this week? It is. And rage Sweet. or dare. I don't, followed, I don't recall hearing about it. Followed by RMM. And then we're done. All right. Well, what came out last week? Well, let's talk about the ever controversial Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. Yes. So the big question on everybody's minds is... Was Ricardo Montalban better than Macapena? They're different. They're very different. Um, I actually liked, I didn't mind this movie. It was a little too slow for me, I think. There wasn't nearly as much horror as I was hoping from this. Yeah, I thought it moved along maybe too quickly. Yeah, no, no, it didn't. <laughs> Gotta slow things down. No. Let things percolate. No, it needed some bigger perkin, for no, sure. No, no, but no. My, that wasn't the problem with although it. Although my, well, there was a bunch of problems with there it. There was but, a few. <clears throat> but uh, overall, let's, let's rate it first. I gave it a meh. Meh. Yeah, it was a meh. It was total meh. Yeah, so Mur, you probably would have raged for it. You would have raged all the way through I it, I would have raged because I wouldn't have gone to it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the the I think this kind of summed it up for me near the end of the movie, and there was a lot of, you know, kind of just like, what's happening? Who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? Why is this all happening? And then it was just like, it just became like, to me, like almost every other horror movie that was just became predictable, and it was kind of like, the, the it was like, as they're walking into the tunnels, I don't know, for like the 10th time or something, and they go, the one person goes, oh, um, let's not separate. And then everybody separates, like within two seconds. And I'm kind of like, why did you even say that? If you were all going to just separate anyway, like, why, <laughs> why did you say that? Because was, it's a horror movie. And that's what happens. <laughs> but because it, they're stupid. Yes. It was just that like, is the prerequisite. Oh, it was... I just got so angry it's at like, that part. It's like, should we run out the front door or should we go up the steps? Of course <laughs> we're going to go up the steps. Run out the front door, there's nothing going to happen. The plan is stay together. And then, what? Where'd everybody go? Yeah, well, you know, it happens. They got separated. Sometimes Was... you want to stay together, but circumstances dictate. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was just actually. I actually did laugh at that part in the it movie was, because I, I'm. Just I like, think it was supposed to be funny. Well, I don't know because it, it was immediate. It's like one second they're like, "Okay, we got to stay together," <laughs> and literally the next second, everybody is split up. Everybody split up. I thought it was excellent. There was some good parts. Uh, there was almost a face peeling, which I was pretty excited about. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Almost. And I did like some of the. Um, creative murder ways they were going to do some torture yeah, but yeah there was a lot of there was some good in it there's no question i didn't you know but at the end of the day it was me and and okay so michael pena like bef we're both michael pena fans murray's not but uh he was just mad through the whole thing i thought he was fine he was emotionless he was he could have been anybody again yeah, they could have replaced him with a potato there was, was no he a potato no, yes he, he was a total he wasn't potato. A potato okay that's, that's not good considering he's supposed to be the he star moved the no, he story wasn't, along he wasn't the, he wasn't okay so when people no see michael, was he the star my michael pena people see michael pena because he's funny or He's all that crazy Hispanic guy. And he wasn't either of those. He was just like, 
I'm bored because I'm trying to be Mr. Work. But he wasn't really Mr. Work. So he was, he, was, he was solid is what he was. He was a giant fucking swinging potato. That's what he was. Because you could have literally replaced... Anybody could have played that character. I think it was my favorite performance in the movie. <laughs> well, it could have been the favorite movie. Ironically, if they had replaced him with anybody else in the planet. Except then you would have maybe after, like I may have actually gone to it. Okay, well, you'll be thankful... Well, I don't know. Like, literally, it could have... Yes. There, he I didn't probably add, still would have hated it. But. He didn't add to the role, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there was... Like, when you have a, a character actor like Michael Pena, you want you expect to get the full force of Michael Pena in your face, and he was not there. He just wasn't. I was satisfied with all that Michael Pena put in my face. Uh, it well. was fine. Well, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> And so it begins. And so and so this this rolls forward. So yeah, it was meh. a meh. Yep. Uh, okay, but something that um, we were both very excited about, we got to go to uh, a Guns cuff event. Guns Akimbo. Yeah, it was a uh, off the cuff event actually, which is uh, something that Cuff does every now and then. And Cuff know. is Calgary Underground Film Fest. They are indeed. You they should are uh, very dear check friends. them out. They I believe they even got. Uh, bunch of their past movies on like uh itunes yeah they do yeah they have yeah. a cuff section so you can actually yeah. search cuff films yeah, on uh itunes yeah. and if it was a cuff it's probably worth checking out for the most part it's they they uh, program a lot of interesting excellent films yes they do just like they did yesterday with guns akimbo yes tell uh, me what you thought i thought it was so much fun it was I re- so much fun <laughs> it really was um, you know, a little fast-paced for, for my taste. It but, was so good. It was it so really, fast-paced. It, it really was. And just funny bit after funny bit. It's just really, really enjoyable. And, you know, it's it's um, the New Zealand director, right? So he did... Uh, Deathgasm. Yeah, Deathgasm. We, we've both seen that one, too. And, and it, was, um, it was meh. But you know what? That was the first thing he did, as far as I know. And... Um, it was a good good starting point. And yeah, you, it looks like he's progressing nicely. You could see him gaining his chops in that movie because yep. that one was also an action-packed kind of demons flick, you know, yeah, right? It was indeed. Um, and uh, there was a, there was a lot of uh, originality in that in that too. I I kind of liked some of the stuff he did in that movie, but uh, yeah, no, he's taken a monster step forward huge. with Guns Akimbo. Yeah, I. Um, uh, seeing this to me, it was like I think I, I even said it in our Instagram. I'm like, I like I like Daniel Radcliffe. He's been picking some really cool films. He's lately. He's been doing some interesting he stuff. He is just he's become he's on my eleven creep crush now. So he's if he's in it, I, I'm I, gonna I don't see understand it. any of this creep crush <laughs> stuff. Well, we're well, of course you understand it. You've I got, don't understand. What do I? How got, could you not? You're, I just don't get it. Okay, so do you want to see a movie with Daniel Radcliffe in it next? Yeah. And do, don't you think he's a creepy little creepy guy? No. Yeah, he's creepy. Is he? Yeah, he's like um, Steve Buscemi's creepy, right? And Is he? And Yeah. Well, yeah, I know you have a tough time judging creepy because you're so creepy. But but most people... I just see a lot of myself in these guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you would think they would have the cre- same level of creep crush that I have for them. So do you have a creep crush on me? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, and I have one on Murr, too. Huh. You can't tell right now because we're sitting at a high table, but, you know, I'm creep crushing you both. Um, Reese Darby in this is like, okay, so here we're going to... Is that the homeless dude? That's the homeless dude. Oh, he's He's so hilarious. He's in all the stuff. Usually Taco puts him in a bunch of his movies. He's he's from um, New Zealand as well. Was he in that uh, Hardcore Harry? Uh, I seem to remember him in it. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else, though. I'm not sure if he was in Hardcore Harry. I'm looking it up right now, but um, he's been in a lot of stuff. That's yeah, all right. You don't have to look Like, it he's been in so many things. It, yeah, I'm not seeing he's him. Always, he's always gold. Yeah, like, he's, again, uh, he's going to be mentioned a little later in the show. But, I mean, everything he is says he? is gold. Yeah, he is. Um, he's he's just, like, he's one Why? of those character askers. Well, you're going to find out, aren't you, bitch? I better stay tuned. <laughs> I better stay awake for better this episode. better stay awake for this episode. Um, yeah, so Guns Akimbo... Uh, it is a bloody shoot 'em up mondo for me. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a major mondo for me as well. Yeah, it's, it's, there's 
And uh, what's her name? Uh, Samara Weaving? Yeah. she was. Holy crap, she, I love great. her. And I mean, you must have seen Ready or Not. Oh, yeah. And she was so good in it. I'd never seen her before that, as far as I know. Did she, you not see The Babysitter? She's so good in The Babysitter. Oh, The oh, Babysitter. The babysitter. Was, that was her, wasn't it? Yes, wow, it was. Wow, that just went right over my head. Well, she, I mean, yeah, she's she was, a, she's she was a, excellent in that. She's too. a knockout in The Babysitter. She didn't, like, she looked like a homeless person through this whole movie, but, like. Yeah. She. Okay, no. so this is. She's this an attractive movie, lady. We talked last week about our, our friends from Birds of Prey. This is the movie I thought Birds of Prey was going to be, but instead of her, it was going to be the everybody else from Margot Robbie and team. Mm-hmm. And and so I was a little disappointed because this is what I thought. I thought it would be action packed from nonstop. I I couldn't I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. Yeah, it was just no. This thing this thing rolled along. There's no question. You know she was also in uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing. Was she really? Yeah, she played. Holy Penelope. crap! Apparently, I've seen her in like a thousand. Yeah, movies. and she's in Mayhem, which uh, now was you can watch on Strike. Yeah, she is, man. She's in a lot of stuff. We were just talking about Mayhem. That's so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Another one you should check out. It's on Shutter. All right. So yeah, I've, uh, I've already checked it out. So we had a meh, and we had a, a Mondo for last week. We did. Uh, so let's talk about what's coming out this week. All right. We are gonna be talking about a call of the wild why i don't know i don't want to really talk about it it's coming out though right i do not want to see it it looks so bad like what it's just like it's weird it's almost like it's almost looks like it's completely computer generated from the previews yet it's not an animated film so i don't know what we're doing i it, it looks ridiculous like the the uh the the dogs in it and I don't know. It just looks it looks dumb. It's again a remake of a movie that's already been done. It is. And, and it doesn't need to be done. Yeah. No, it's, and it, and it, it's At uh, least Togo that was done by Disney wasn't done before. Well, if you're going to do an animated movie, do an animated movie. Well, it's a CGI. It's, it's not animated. It's the same thing. <laughs> Pretty sure Harrison Ford is playing himself. I, I'm pretty sure it's Harrison Ford's actually CGI in it. He doesn't look like himself either. I think the you whole thing's CGI. They pulled a Scorsese on us, and they're, they making him, they're making him like 20 think, years old? I think they smoothed out his face a little. <laughs> he just shaved. He's looking pretty haggard these <laughs> days. He's... Well, the movie, he's supposed to be like a guy from the wild wilderness, right? So. Yeah, no, but I don't. I think he, he doesn't look quite like he's... I don't know. I have whatever. no interest to see this movie ever. No. Yeah, what, so... Bad. Keep that in your noodle if you ever yeah. need to dare me to see something. This would be one. Yeah. Yet I think it looked interesting. Well, there you go, Mer. So maybe you can see that this weekend and tell us your, your thoughts on how terrible it was. Slash whatever it was. It, if yeah. it's better than the original, I'd probably not. Yeah. There was an original. I just, just saw the book. <laughs> so I have a feeling we already know what we're going to be seeing uh, this weekend. I don't want to see it either. I know, but we got to see something. Actually, there's a couple. Do we of, have to? Can we not just take a week off? No, we can't take a week off. So right. we're either going to. Well, I think there's some stuff and I wasn't prepared. This is terrible. Yes. But there's a couple of things coming out at the Globe that um, could be good this week. Okay, well, so I'm not sure if Murray sneak, can. Let's sneak something else in. Murray, it, it, Murray's looking up the Globe if, right now. If next week's episode is based around Brahms the Boy, boy 2. 2 then we've got a problem, I think. Well, you know, here's the thing. If you if you go back and listen to some of our earlier podcasts of this year, we were inundated with some... In Originally, we thought we are going to be phantasmagorian, uh, we little tiny to, creepy yeah. kids. Yeah. And we've been kind of... They've been kind of missing we've, on the creepy been, kid we've factor. We've been disappointed. We've been disappointed. So this, this is like... This if if this was the, ten the, years ago, the bar's the, been lowered now. The, the yeah, exactly. it was like it's like creepy kids is my is my genre. It's like eh, I live for creepy kids. I grew up a creepy kid, so I kind of like to see myself back in my there old days. But this plus we get Katie Holmes, uh, Mrs. X of Tom Cruise. That's it. I don't know. What has she ever done that's been good? Oh, uh, that movie with uh, Michael Douglas. Yum, 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 yum. What's it called? Yum, yum, yum. What's it called? I don't know. It's called something with it's Michael Douglas. It's called something with so- Michael Douglas. Katie Holmes and Michael Douglas. He's like a, a English professor. He writes books or something. Okay. And what, what happens in that? Uh, a lot of good stuff happens. I don't remember. 
If we, we learned some life lessons, if, if uh, memory serves me correctly. Wonder I, Boys! It's called Wonder Boys, and it's excellent. Oh, yeah, that wasn't bad. That wasn't Michael Douglas's good era. He had a, he's yeah. had a few bad... He's in the bad eras right now. Oh, yeah. But no, that was that movie's excellent. But she's made a, she's been in a bad. lot of movies that have been terrible. Oh, yeah. Like Underdogs, or How I... Um, how I what? Says, uh, Mrs. Meadows, The Giver. Uh, Jack and Jill... Was she in Jack and the Jill? The son of no one. Don't be afraid of the dark. Extra man, the romantics. She wow. was in Batman Begins. Till there they, you go. Till they replaced another, her. Another terrible one. Um, eh. Did you find out, Mer? What, uh, what, who, where? What, what who, where? Uh, the Globe. Yeah, they're playing something called Nose to Tail. That looks good. Does it? Something about a seagull and a raven. Yeah, going a raven. That also looks good. So we may be seeing two things at the Globe this weekend. Some right. independent stuff. We've been seeing too many crappy independent weekend. Too many crappy. Oh yeah, well, well we're not going releases. to call of the wild unless and something something, something happens. Yes. Um. So yeah, well. Brahms the boy too. It is. Or sword not looking stay forward. Stay tuned to it. for next week because we're we, going to surprise you what we see this weekend. Yeah, we don't really know. Yeah. Exactly. It, 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 nothing is exciting to us right now. No. That's true. Well, then let's talk streaming because there's always something oh, exciting yeah. streaming. Yes. Always. Now, plus, plus, when we talk streaming, we get to listen to the dance music. Dance, monkey, dance. Ugh. I'm in my happy place right now. Uh, this music will do it to you. Yeah, so we we both saw this movie, but at different times. Yeah, I saw uh, it a few weeks ago. Harriet. Yeah, Harriet. And um, we talked about Lemonface winning the Oscar back uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and you made a, a very good point. Because I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. But then, you know what? Cynthia Revo, she probably should have won. She should have won. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, like, for the passion that was felt, I mean... The category this year, it was all kind of just a mad year. Really, it was. It that. was. Scargo was pretty good, though. Yeah, Scargo's good. Yeah, it's for lead. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Scargo could have got it. She's gonna like, win one of these days. Well, I didn't think like this year was the year of acting for her for me because oh, yeah. I never two nominations, two categories. I, she kind of proved that she can really act. Yeah, she can't just exactly. kick she, ass. She, she was can always also act. I mean, she was always solid. She was a good egg, and she yeah. was always good in everything she did. But you know, did, did she ever blow me away? No, she didn't. Yeah. But that, did she blow me away last year? Uh, yes, she yes, did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Harriet Tubman, uh, I just love the story. Like, it's such a... It's, it's one of those things where you'd have to screw it up pretty badly to not have me at least like it a little bit, <laughs> to be honest. And it was it was well done. It was a good movie. Um, and the perf- there are a lot of really good performances in it. Oh, yeah, solid from from the entire cast. Yeah, it's, there's no question. And I'm obviously, like afterwards, it made me want to go back and learn more about Harriet Tubman. Yeah, and, and she was just an amazing. That's what a movie like this should do. And if it does they, that, then it did its job. They don't actually know when her birthday, like how when she was yeah, born, I know. and they they kind of know when she died. So she's somewhere between eighty two and ninety two years old when she died. Like crazy. She's. Eh? Like for her to live the life that she lived, I know, and then for her to live it, that it's long, such it's a like, long life too. It's, yeah. You know, if if there, she's an awesome lady, yeah. Like, and she became like a general, like yeah. she got honorary gen, like the things oh, that I know. she did, and and yet, so here's this interesting thing about American. How do I word this without offending any of our American friends? But you know, the whole um, racism that's been just coded through the Americans since slavery was ended, right? Like with uh, segregation and all these things that were happening. And to have someone as powerful as her right at the turn of the century in the 1900s. Yeah. And all what she did for um, for bringing that's, those that's, people to slavery. And that's the, that's the perspective you got to take here. I mean, this was... <laughs> this was unbelievable yeah like they were still slavery she and she lived right up until the 1900s so i mean she was around at the turn of the century and yet and they, they gave her an honorary general and yet and yet she couldn't vote before yeah. she died and she couldn't you know she yeah. couldn't sit at the front of the bus or amazing lady. She, like it's it's an amazing story everybody should see this one and she should have won the oscar that's yeah and being she black should've. history month i would definitely suggest yeah people get out and watch it go rent it to learn about the history cool agreed uh cat calls so, uh, it's a short, it's not a... Uh, uh, 
You're an uh. You just made me watch this like right before we went on the air here. <laughs> As did I. And it was bleh. It was good. You got to see Wiener in it, so you don't get to see that very often. In a short. That's <laughs> not, not who I'm looking yeah, for. What? How does that make anything better? Well, you know, sometimes it just adds to the story. It's it's just like a really cool little quick revenge story. It, was it? Yeah, of course it was? it was. Yeah. I thought it was because you don't know what to expect. You think this guy? Okay, here's this. I think I did guy. know what to expect. No, you didn't. Yeah, I think. Did I you did. know that the girls that he passed was gonna come back and turn yep. into cats and then kill him? Yeah, pretty much. No, you totally. Didn't. Well, I know what they were gonna turn into, but I knew. So I, I was hoping for vampires. Okay, I didn't. I know. I didn't know they were gonna be cats, but then when they, you know, in a minute in when we actually saw them transform in the middle of the street. Then you uh, knew something was going to happen. Then I was happen. like, okay, this is dumb. Uh, well, I liked it. I didn't love it. It was a meh for me, but did it make you rage? I didn't care enough to rage. There so you go. It's a meh. It's a meh. Uh, so, you know, that's a first, this is the first short that we've actually reviewed on the podcast. So. Yeah, we should do that more, actually. Yeah, well, you know, that's one thing that Shudder does have. And actually, um, uh, I'm not sure if I've seen many on Prime, but Netflix has some shorts, too, so... Maybe we'll look at a few for next week. All right. Uh, so uh, getting on the Korean film kick because of Parasite. Yes, yeah, so you're, you're like all Korean all the time. Every week you got some new Korean movie. No, not always. Last <laughs> week it was Spanish. Was it? All right. Right? Enough. Last week it was Spanish because we watched. Um, no, you had a Korean movie mixed in there too, I think. Well, we talked about Parasite probably. So. No, no, no. There was something else. I'm positive there was, but yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Did we talk about it? I think we did, but yeah, I'm getting yeah, old. Who doesn't and dumb. like? Oh, the host. We talked a little bit about the host. Nah, I wasn't talking about the host, but whatever. Anyway, so go on. So this is. I'm just dragging us down right yeah, now. Yeah, you are sucking the life out of me right now. Um, so this is uh by the same director uh who did Train to Busan. No, really? Yes, really. So I've been trying to find this for a long time, and then look, I'm lo and behold, it showed up on Netflix. Psychokinesis we're yeah. talking about? Yeah. That's the same director? Yeah. and it, well, um, Why didn't you tell me that? I would have watched it. I don't have to tell you. You've got your own internet. You can search shit. That's what, what I'm telling you. I, I, when I tell you to see something, you buddy will see it. Well, you didn't tell me to see it. Oh, there you go. So there you go. Now you have, now you have a reason to see it. Um <laughs> So interesting. So Train to Busan came out in 2016. That is true. This came out in 2018. So it right. looks like he's doing. Although he did bring out um, a couple animated film. We brought another animated film out the same year he did uh, Train to Busan. Mm -hmm. And then he, because I mixed him up with Boone the other day. Yeah. Um, so did. he's the one that has all, a lot of the animation. Yes. I was like, what the hell are you talking about, Jim? Yeah. So Psychokinesis. It's um, it's a superhero movie, and but it comes. It's kind of. Um, you know, um, it, it just comes kind of a little bit out of nowhere. It's kind of like a down and out kind of father role that he ends up um, getting the superpower and it just naturally progresses. I didn't love it. Like, I was hoping this was going to be, I was going to fall in love with this movie and say, okay, look, this guy, I want to see everything Gotta he does. Got to see everything he does, but that wasn't yeah, the case. Yeah, it was, it was, I'm going to give it a meh yeah. because... Um, this is what I think about it. I think that what he did with this movie is he wanted to make a family superhero movie. It's very family friendly. You could sit down and watch this with a 10 year old and, and they wouldn't be offended. And this so, is what he did after Train to Busan. Yeah, so I mean, he puts out Train to Busan, <laughs> one of the best zombie horror films of all times. With blood splattering with blood everywhere. blood splattering <laughs> everywhere, with the some of the creepiest zombies and ever made. And he follows it up with a family-friendly superhero movie. Yeah, all and right. it's it's a feel-good... So, you know... That's cool, but... but was just eh. yeah it was it was you know it, it'd be good to see with a 10 year old at your hip because right. you know i think they would enjoy uh seeing him grow actually my wife liked this one so um i'm not saying she's a 10 year old but she <laughs> let's not get into trouble here Jim. yeah exactly no my wife is not 10 years old but um it, it, you know it, it it has this this um kind of uh you know the sad hero you know the underdog kind of feel to the movie right and it and it kind of carries its way through and it's like a family coming back together because the the daughter and the father who've been separated for a long time because he left them and he was a dick then he comes back into her life right so sounds kind of sweet there is some surprising 
there's some very, there's one or two moments that's very trained to Busan, which I won't say because if you see this, it's probably worth seeing it. But one of the things I'm noticing about a lot of the really good Korean films coming out is yeah. that family dynamic. There's always a family dynamic, and it and it um, it kind of makes me think that you know you know certain cultures like in our in Canadian cultural in general. We don't. We don't have the same connection to family that some of the Asian. Uh, that's, um, oh, that's more do, than fair, right? I mean, uh, you know, where the uh, there's certain rules in your the religions where you know they live with their mother or their mother lives with them, and like in us, we're like, I don't want my mother living with me. Like we didn't get raised that way. Yeah. And so these, I, I kind of like this new wave of Asian and Korean films. And actually, we talked about that one, the Chinese one. Um, uh, a farewell. A farewell. Yeah. yeah, same kind of thing, right? Like you get to see the dynamics of these family coming together. Yeah. And um, I, I, I kind of like this wave. I think this may be what, um, what America, and to a lesser degree, Canada needs right now with some of all the things and hatred that we see on the news all day long. Ah, oh, there's my political pitch for the day. Yes, you kind of went off on a tangent there. I went all preachy. But, but I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, he's the first rule. If it's a Korean movie, it's probably going to be pretty good. It's going to be worth watching, it seems, these days. Exactly. Well, uh, it's time for you know what? Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. My rage this week is preparing Bryce. And, and <laughs> where's that music coming from? Oh, Oh, Heavenly Father. <laughs> My rage is children's movies touted as family movies. Okay. There needs to be a disclaimer. Like, had we known, we still would have had to go because Murray made us go see it. Yeah. And I don't want to eat up all the rage for Sonic because there's there's going to be so much rage. <laughs> there's so much to so come. So much rage to come. But... But okay, so here's the difference. When you go see, and I'm, I think of like, um, uh, what's that uh, touchstone? Like, if there's a touchstone or um, family movie, you know, there's going to be some comedy in there, and it's going to maybe appeal to some people. But there's movies that come out that is like, this is a kids' movie, mm-hmm. and really, you're torturing the parents by making them watch these movies, and it should just be kids. Like, you should be able to drop these kids off. At the movie theater, and they can go crazy in the theater, right? Or rent it at home, but there needs to be a disclaimer on these movies that adults, please, just like we have to put warnings on fucking horror movies. There's too much gore, or there's too much sex, or there's too much this. We need a warning that says, adults, you are going to hate this movie, and you shouldn't <laughs> have to go see it. That's one that that like there's too many of these that have been coming out lately that it's like okay they kind of try and advertise that like you're watching it and you go like oh there might that could be, be that could be, be funny yeah there might there, be something in it for the adults as well there could be something in there, there like might be. like and, Disney and, and wasn't there in Sonic oh uh, you're gonna have to wait to find out about that but what uh, all right to I don't I don't know about you but like there's some anime there's a lot of good animated stuff that I still want to go see. You know, like, um, what was that one that was Disney's Inside Out or whatever it was? That was a kid's, was it called Inside Out? Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, that was a great movie. It was like, it it was a kid's movie. It was made for kids, but adults could get into it. And and really, it is a very family focused. Or The Incredibles, both one and two. They were fantastic. For the most part, if, if Disney made it. They're gonna, there's going to be some adult humor sprinkled in. They, they don't generally just go right for the kids. They, they are about the family. Yeah, they want to make sure that dad comes, right? Yeah, like, exactly. There's enough dads leaving their families that we don't need to <laughs> make them leave because they've had to watch a, a movie yeah, so that they should have had a warning about. That, that's the thing about Disney is that you're always going to get that with Disney. So you don't have to worry when it comes to Disney. Other, you know, other things you do have to, you know, they will mislead you in the advertising. There's no question. Who's that one? The What's um, Spielberg's one? Is it Dream? DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Yeah, DreamWorks, DreamWorks. is the same thing, right? Like, the, were they the ones that did Shrek? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, they did do Shrek, I believe. Yeah, so I mean, even Shrek, man, like that was made yeah. for kids, but it was funny. Like, oh yeah, they had the characters like Mike, Mike Myers, Mike and, Myers, and Eddie Murphy, and there was there didn't need to be a warning there. I'm not, sure, but like, okay, so here's a perfectly good example because if you've seen Zombieland two, right? I have seen Zombieland, <laughs> and, and at the end when they do the joke about Garfield three, yeah. that's another one. Garfield is like. There should have been a warning there. No one's going to like this movie. Yes. Why is anybody seeing this? What about the second one, A Tale of Two Kids? It was also terrible. Like, they, they, they need to have warnings. I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, pre- yeah. instead of the parental discretion or, you know, like, adult accompaniment or warning must have a... This must be... It has to be on there something like, um, children, please do not bring your parents to this <laughs> movie. Please have someone pay a babysitter to take you to this movie. Someone who's maybe semi not mentally stable that could actually withstand the movie is what I want to say. All right. Would so you, okay, a teenager. So, yeah, a teenager. Yeah, maybe a 12 year old or a 13 year old that, yeah, that's what I'm saying is that there should be a warning on these movies and that there should be a lot more babysitting money rolling into 12 and 13 year olds who need to buy new sneakers or whatever they 13 and 12 maybe just buy. maybe just an age limit you know if you're over 12 you're not admitted to the cinema yeah that's what's wrong yeah see but if, if do you not agree with me there should be a disclaimer yeah, on these movies there should be some sort of warning this is not funny it's and ne- it's <laughs> that's all they get they, they they do they they mislead you you're like oh, this might be this will be fun for the whole family no no no, no. it will not be fun for the whole family it won't be fun for anybody in the family except for Maybe six-year-old boys. Yes. That's it. Like very, very finite uh, segment of the population. Yes, indeed. Well, that's it. I'm passing the t- baton, buddy. What you raging about? Well, I'm not going too far off topic of where you were, but uh, can we stop making video games into movies? <laughs> oh, my good God. <laughs> the answer would be no. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Your point from before, a couple weeks ago. You know, we write so many books. Can we not just make books into movies? What a, why what a are, concept. Why are we making these two-dimensional, no character development? There's nothing there to make a movie out of it. And they just continue to do it. The, the best video... How about Doom? <laughs> Doom was terrible. Know. You know You know what the best movie, uh, video game movie, in my opinion, was? Was probably Assassin's Creed. And you know what Assassin's oh, Creed was, was? It was awful. But that was the best. That was the best video game movie ever in my opinion. No, there opinion. was one of the Resident what? Evil movies. I don't know which one. You know one. what? Actually, I'm going to give a pass to the Resident Evils. Like they're, they're, both two of them were okay. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I still saw them all because I'm a huge fan of hers. But yeah. But yeah, and then you and then you got our, our buddy Uwe Boll making just the most ridiculous, all the computer games like House of the Dead and Alone in the Dark. And he, man, he's he made, built his career on he, that. He built his career on making because he, he knew he could make some quick buck. And who can blame him? I guess. But oh, it's got to stop. I mean, Double Dragon and Super Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> kind of where it started. Oh my God. Gay Merge, you know where it did start? Uh, Who was the very? Oh, is it the John Claude Van Damme one? No, Mario was no, one of the first ones. Mario was one of the first one ones. One of the first ones, yeah, because yeah, it was what one of the was, first video games ever. Yeah. What was the What was the one with uh, Jean Claude Van Damme? Street Fighter. That was Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. that's got to be a long that time ca- ago. That came after, yeah. I think. I think it did come after it. I don't have any dates in front of me. They're They're all just. Okay, just keep so raging. Bad. I'll see if I can find something. And then, <laughs> and then it gets to the point where we've got Prince of Persia, where we've got frickin' uh, <laughs> <laughs> with a cast of white guys. With a cast of white guys, exactly. I mean, how on earth is Jake Gyllenhaal, Prince of Persia? It's just so ridiculous. Why did he do that? I don't know. So, so yeah, no, I mean the list goes on and on. They're, they're every and they're all they're all awful. They're all beyond awful. Uh, uh, Blood Rain. There's another classic Uwe Boll. So so bad. Why do you keep talking about him? He hurts my I, eyes. I don't know. Have you seen Postal? Yeah, I saw Postal, which is also based on a video game. Ugh, so bad. And it is so bad. But it, you know what? With Postal, at least he just kind of went balls to the wall all out. At least it wasn't totally boring like a lot of the other ones he made. 
And you, you did get to see uh, Dave Foley's wiener in it. So, you, well, <laughs> for some reason, that's a thing with you. You are again, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to appeal to everybody, right? Uh, Some people like me. Uh, I'm not sure. I believe that you're probably the only one that wanted to see Dave Foley's wiener. <laughs> I just was so surprised by it. I was kind of <laughs> like. Was it a pleasant surprise? I don't know. It was pretty pleasant, I guess. There you it, go. Was, it was just like, whoa, dude, like, what's happening here? You used to be kids in the hall, and now you're a wiener on the screen? Like, what's um, going on? I believe his story is he was fleeing his ex wife. So he went down to the States, so he owed all kinds of uh, alimony and stuff. So, so he had to make that move. So he had, he had to, to make, make it move. to pay the alimony. Uwe Boll gave him some money. He's good, but you got to show your wiener. And he's yeah, like, well, he's like, I got bills to pay. I got bills to pay. And I've got a wiener, so yeah. Um, let's make this bring this magic to the I, screen. I think that makes him a whore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little well, bit. I'd say that about uh, Foley for sure. Yeah. I, I was correct, by the way. Super Mario was the first movie. I couldn't there find you it, but you in, know what I found? Ninety-three. Street Fighter was ninety-four. You know what I found though? What did you find? I found the ranking off of uh, Rotten Tomatoes, from the worst All to right. the best of of that genre. So the very worst that's ever been made was one. Tomato, like you know, the green, yeah. green blotch what was for it? Alone in the Dark. It was, it was unwatchable. That's got Christian Slater in it too. Yes, it? It does. like, oh my God, Wait, what were you Uvi, thinking? That was Uvi Bowl too, wasn't it? Yes, it, it was. was. Oh my God, <laughs> He's number made two, such bad Number number second worst, yes. Mortal Kombat, Annihilation, yeah, House of the Dead, two thousand three. Uvi Bowl. Actually, all the ones at the bottom. So I'm just gonna keep reading. Oh no, that um. Mortal Kombat Annihilation was John R. Yeah, Leonetti, but House of the Dead. So he's got in the two name of the bottom of, in three. In the name of the King. Okay, that I don't. You've think got that was blood, him. blood drain. Blood drain. That uh, was Uwe Boll. And that was so Uwe he's got Boll three too. out of five. Yeah, and oh, and then there was um Street Street Fighter: The Which, Legend of Chun Li. That was before Uwe Boll. Oh, Legend of Chun Li. Uh, that was that was more recent. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, 2009. Yeah. Postal. There you go. There you go. What is that? back. Four out of seven. Yeah. So he's, yeah. He's, he's batting over 500 on the worst of all time. Where are you wow. saying he doesn't read books? He plays video games. He's wow. Like, he's, he's like the Donald Trump of directors. He's, there he's, you go. He's kind of hilarious because you know he's got guys that will will uh, back his movies as long as because and they all make money, which is kind of crazy because everybody knows how bad they are. Part that's part of the appeal, I suppose. Yeah, every single one of these is on this list is terrible. Dune yeah. was like number twenty-five. Yeah, Dune was so bad. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. Doom, Doom complete with the first person freaking shooter thing go at that one point in the movie. Yeah, there's a lot of Lara, Lara Croft. Oh, there's three of them. Yeah, Silent Hill. Silent Hill was bad. Dead or Alive. Five uh, or six uh, Resident Evils. Oh, there's your Prince of Persia. Oh, so bad. Angry Birds 1 and 2. Angry oh, Birds. That, that didn't even occur to me. Yes, Angry uh, Birds. It's, not a, it's a freaking app. It's not a video game. Yes. Uh, maybe. Yes. Whatever. Anyways. Is that enough of your rage? Yeah. Did you get it out? Just, just stop it. There's, just not, no more freaking video games. Because they, they don't even seem to write a script for them. You don't have to. Just play the game. It's bad. If only you can control the movie as it's playing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Why don't you just get the video game and play it at home? Hey, there's an idea. Sounds way better. There you go. Rage. Subsiding. Pulse. Slowing. Anger. Fading. Ah, we got some time for the Merman Minute. Oh, how about that? All right, Merman. Let's have it, baby. What's on your mind? A lot. Lots. Always on my mind. Oh, what are you going to share with us this week? I can't wait. I'm on bated breath. On bated breath. (laughs) Well, this week, I'm going to talk about the Oscars. Again? Is this going to be every week now you're going to talk about the Oscars? <laughs> you should see the looks on the faces uh, of my fellow Rangers right now. I just shipped I my was pants. about to rage on your Merman Minute. <laughs> I know. Well, you always do That would have been next week's Merman Minute rage. All right, let's have no, it, No, actually, this week I had a chance to watch a classic. I had tape. Uh, it was on TV while that. Oh, cool. In the 80s, I hadn't seen in a long while. It was uh, Punchline. Oh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks and Sally, Sally Field. Sally Field. Yeah. I love Sally Field. It was Field. 1988. Same year that Tom Hanks did Big. Right. And it was sandwiched kind of between all of his other hits, like uh, The Burbs, Dragnet, Joker's Volcano. But it was so the much better than all those. The Burbs was awesome. <laughs> and, of course, who could forget Turner and Hooch? Okay, so maybe, maybe it was pre-Oscar Tom Hanks. Yes, it was. But still, I loved all those films, but 
he hadn't done anything really serious up until then. Uh, it also stars Sally Field, who of course won her two Oscars, and then she did. This is before she did Steel Magnolia and Mrs. Doubtfire. So I've loved her since Smoking the Bandit, but not as much as I love the car, though. <laughs> Fair but enough. I digress. It was also the first two films they would do together. The other one being Forrest Gump, where oh, she yeah, played his mother. His mother, yes. Uh, it tells a story about a typical New Jersey housewife married to a boring insurance salesman and decides to try to stand up comedy to try to break out of her boring life. And Hanks plays a young, up and coming neurotic comedian at the club who eventually helps her out. Uh, despite the title of the film, it's actually quite but a serious, serious drama. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. Uh, it shows the unglamorous underbelly of the stand-up comedian's life, uh, doing shows for twenty dollars a set for you know in front of nobody basically. And um, it was either a comedy with a seriously dramatic story or a drama with outrageously funny background. Not sure which one. And you decide. The character that Hanks plays is obsessive, certainly self-destructive, and can be considered mean-spirited at times. Hmm. But they both put in outstanding performances. Even John Goodman, just one of his first film roles, right about the same time he's doing Roseanne. He's yeah, delicious. He was actually a really uh, he good was, cast. He was, a, he was a good fit uh, in there. Uh, didn't get a lot of love at the box office on IMDb or even most critics. Oh, really? Including Roger Ebert, who hated it. But he's whatever. a dick. Yeah, well, he's dead now, but anyway. But. So I really enjoyed it the first time, and it really shows how great an actor Tom Hanks could be when he wasn't doing straight-up like comedy. So it was kind of a sign of things to come. I mean, worth checking out. That's all I got. That's all I, you got. We we want to talk. We want to join on your parade. I, I actually, uh, I've actually probably watched Punchline three or four times in my life, and it's not a lot of movies that I've watched three or four times yeah, in my life. So I haven't seen it in a year, like yeah. I'm saying a lot. twenty, fifteen years at least. But so here's a here's a question for you too. Yeah. Do you think that Punchline, with it being one of his first real dramatic roles, do you think that was what gave gave them and obviously the dynamic that he had with Sally Field helped to cement him for Forrest Gump. Oh, I would imagine it absolutely did. Well, yeah, they they obviously had good chemistry doing this, so then when he was doing it, probably she was the first one that he called. I mean, I don't know how much of an age difference this is, maybe 20 years. And it, but it was Was the Mechas involved in Punchline? I don't know. Mm, oh. No, it was no, it was no, written no. by somebody else, but I don't know who directed it. Yeah, I don't believe he was involved in it, hmm. but but yeah, no, it definitely showed his chops right there. Yeah, um, yeah, because it, it was probably his first serious turn, yeah, oh, even though he was playing a stand-up comic. No, it de- definitely was. It was his first yeah, he was serious turn. Yeah, it was, it yeah. Was, and, then and he was excellent in it. He started I taking s- more serious roles after that. I so. seem to remember before before that movie came out, and the only reason I went and saw that at the theaters was because Sally Field was in it. Yeah. Because up until that point, sorry, Murray, you may hate me, but I couldn't stand <laughs> Oh. I thought he was the worst a, actor that was. Well, there's, I, there's I didn't always lot, like him. There's a lot of bad. I mean, <laughs> Mighty Pit and Joe versus the Volcano. Joe versus the Gun. Oh, oh God. Hello, Splash. Yeah, yeah Splash. Splash. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing about Splash was was uh, John Candy as well. Well, John Candy was awesome. In there you go. Yeah, that oh, was a good one, Mur. No, yeah, I, nice I didn't always like Tom Hanks. I still haven't seen either one of his Oscar-winning movies. You haven't seen Philadelphia or probably. Forrest Gump. Wow, you haven't seen Forrest Gump either? Gump was so, it was so overhyped that it's like, I don't want to see it now. Uh, that's a movie I could watch. It kind of ruined it for me. So uh, That's a feel-good movie for me. I can watch that anytime. And I don't ever want to see Forrest Gump 2. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see that. I don't know if they even made it into the movie, but the book came out. Oh, there and was he a loses. second of the movie? Yeah, there's a second book to oh. the Forrest Gump, and he oh. loses everything. Oh. I'm like, I don't want to see that movie. That's, no That's not the movie I want to see. That's no fun. You're lying to me right now. No, right? I'm not lying to you. There's a there's a Forrest Gump 2 book. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. And I thought they were going to make a movie out of it, but... Well, I'm sure that's why they wrote it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I think perhaps Forrest Gump, I don't know the truth is... If one of our buddies who's a screenwriter, maybe Timmy's listening, he'll know because he knows every screenwriter who ever wrote everything. So, if if this, if this yeah, if this was what a was book, book first, called? I don't remember. I just remember ah, seeing it in right. the. I just remember seeing it in um, in the uh, in, grocery stores. Right. Not not that long ago. Well, I don't know, probably about ten years ago now because Forrest Gump's oh, so old. But it's not that for, long ago. Yeah, it is for me, I guess. Uh, but but yeah, Forrest Gump's one of those movies to me that's like. It's a feel-good, and I don't normally like feel-good movies, but that one for me is just like, he conquers all. And yeah. just like his relationship with everybody, like, Lieutenant Dan, <laughs> <laughs> like the shrimp, 
the shrimp boat scene when he jumps Love into Gary the, Sinise. Gary Sinise and him were so good together. Uh, and Sally Field, she's just... Yeah, well, Sally Field's just good in everything. You know, we, we might have to talk about her in a little few, in a minute here. Yeah, what was that movie she was in recently? That uh, that Dora movie? No, Dora, Dora, Doris, Doris. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was good in that too. She was excellent. In um, that. you know what? Um, she where I fell in love with her was um Sybil. Yeah. Yeah, Gump and Co. There you go, Mer. Thanks. Gump and Co. Gump and Co. It's called. Yeah. Um, I fell in love with her and Sybil. If you've never seen that, that was one of the. It was a made-for-TV movie, so I'm sure Mer's seen it. Um, where she's she has like split personality. It was like one of the first movies that was mm-hmm. put on that was split personality. So yeah. anyway, thanks, Mer. That was All good. Right. Cool. All right. Well, we're moving on to uh, submissions for the undoubted and the mesmerized list. So uh, where this anticipation has been building for an entire week, is Helena Bottom Carter gonna make our mesmerized list or not? And the quick answer is. Yeah, okay. Done. Put a nail in her. She's in the mesmerized list. So the mesmerized list is actually building much faster than our undoubted list. Well, it's, it, to, in fairness, it's easier to get onto the mesmerized list. It is. Well, not, not necessarily. We, no, we it had is. To, it's becoming easier, they're, but they're, we took a long time to even come up with our first few names on the mesmerized list. We did. Because most actors are not mesmerizing the, enough the, to be on the list. The thing is... It's once you're on the mesmerized list, it's harder to get off. True enough. With the undoubted list, it's yeah, pretty easy to get off. Her. You make one bad choice and you're gone. Yeah, it's Just true. ask Charlize Theron. Yeah, ask her. She's been. <laughs> but I think maybe I, we jumped think, on her I too. I think she's pretty devastated right now. I think by she may need to lose some sleep. Because I'm sure word got back to her. Of oh, course. Sure. Did you know you got taken off the. You got ages? bounced. Uh, so I'm going to make a nomination for. Um, for the undoubted this week, so we're gonna have to go back and do some research. So I'm gonna nominate Sally Field on this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't think of a Sally Field movie that I, if Sally Field's in a movie, I want to see it. So that's right off my mind made me want to think about it. But I think of all the movies she's done in the last little while, and I can't remember one that's bad. So I think we're gonna have to go do our research. So yeah, I'm let's do the research. She's uh, pencil her in, and um, we'll see what happens. Y- you may change your mind about one of my favorite movies. Why? She what do you mean? Well, but how long ago was it? 1980. Okay, well, so that's so like that's, that's like, a long time ago. That's a ago. distant memory. There's been many so years since. It only took one rage to put them off, to take them off, though. Uh, no, but they no, have to make. It's got by one rage within the last eight, eight films. Eight oh. So she's made eight. So you're saying Charlize Theron has to make seven more awesome movies to get back? Uh, on. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Okay then. Well, challenge. <laughs> challenge thrown down. Well, wait a minute. So, but Char- Charlize Theron, did you rage off of um, Bombshell? No, you just no, you I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't no, make that other one. So she, yeah, she yeah, just needs un, seven. Un, unfortunately, she's got another Fast and the Furious movie coming out yeah, this right. year. So, but there's a good chance I'm gonna rage. I actually saw the trailer. It didn't look that bad. Like I'm not a big. I never saw. All right, I'm gonna movies, watch it just so I can hopefully Charlie well, Theron Mar, can. That may be a challenge. Mar, we'll get Bryce to drive that night, and we'll make it a drinking game. We'll bring our flasks into the theaters. Okay. There you go. Sorry. Whoever's the I, theater is. I, I don't partake, so He's I'll not be partaking. the designated driver. Be the designated driver. driver, and we'll see All how right. drunk we get by All every right. time they do break the laws of physics that we actually take a drink. Yeah, if you, if you guys can't make it out on your own, I'm not carrying you. <laughs> oh, we'll just bring a wheelbarrow with us. Kidding? Fair enough. We know how to drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As long as we don't puke in your car. How yeah. are we gonna fit it all into your car? That's oh, what I want. Really? Yeah, I wasn't thinking there. A little smart car. You can you can rent us a limo. There you go. All right, so we Done. got Sally, Sally Fields, our homework for next week. We all got to go back and take a look at her IMDb page and see if she's undoubted or not. All right. Um, and then we've got a new we've got a new one that we're putting for her, which is now the doubted list. So we've made an undoubted list. We should have a doubted list. Makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, and so this week I've Why got a few focus nominations. focus on the positive? Exactly. Right. What? It that's is not, film rage after That's right. All. We do like to rage. We and so I've got a few to nominate this week. A few? Number one is James Marsden. Number two is Tiffany Haddish. We've already talked about her. And number three, Bryce's favorite director and actor with the six-pack that likes to deliver is TP himself. Tyler Perry. Well, That's Tyler right. Perry is definitely doubted. There's no question that well, he's on the you've, list. You've already proven Tiffany Haddish is... And Tiffany Haddish... 
Tiffany Haddish can take down directors that have made good movies in the past. Yep. So, so yeah, she's on. So James Marsden. James Marsden's a funny one because I want to like him. I want to too. He's adorable. <laughs> but so I think boy, we have to do. We have to make it. Has anybody made worse decisions in their career though than James Marsden? No. No. Oh, everything's so, so bad. So. So I think I'm going to throw out there that we keep the same rules that we sort of have for the undoubted, but just in reverse. Right. So if they make a good movie, if they make a good, if they make a, they're coming off the they come off the list. (laughs) I like it. But it has to be a mondo. If they make a man, it stay. They stay on. They stay on. on. So if they they got to make a mondo. They have to make a mondo movie for them to come off. They come off the the list. list. Well, Tiffany Haddish, you're on the list for life. Yeah. So is TP. So yeah, Tyler Perry, because since he writes and directs all his own stuff, the guy's. Yeah, he's. I wait. Should we? Should I do it? Uwe Boll. Uwe Boll. He's not made a good movie, buddy. No, he hasn't. Other, unless you count his documentary, but he didn't make it. But he no. was in it, and it was excellent. It was excellent. Like it was, but he didn't it was make beyond it. excellent. I mean, we came out of that. Just, yeah. You, you're like, you're like, I gotta watch some of these Uwe Boll movies again. And then I think you did. I did. I what a mistake. Them. That's when I saw Dave's Wiener. I was like, come yes. on, Uwe, why'd you do that to me, buddy? My uh, childhood love for kids in the <laughs> hall just was spoiled. Don't uh, you've seen one of your star heroes naked wiener? You just can't look at them the same way anywhere. Yeah, Uwe Boll's too easy, though. Yeah, true enough. Okay, well, there's, we'll leave them that's off enough for, for this list. Yeah. So we we got our, another new segment that we've got, which we're calling Rage or Dare. So we've got a little bit of a double whammy here. So Because last week, Merman... Yep, for our for our debut episode for a debut of it. Debut episode of it. He dared us to see Sonic, Sonic the, the Hedgehog. And um, I'm gonna let you start with this one out, buddy, because I, I was in physical pain. I was sitting there shaking my. It was so awful. I looked over at you once, and you were there was twitching. And and thank God Kim was there because I think you might. I think Kim was worried about me. She was actually. She turned to me and says, "Something's going wrong with Bryce." <laughs> I was, I was, I was twitching. I was uncomfortable. I just, I, uh, it was so god awful. You know, I knew in the first five minutes that this was going to be terrible. Oh. When, so Sonic's running around his home world. Yeah. And then he goes and sees his mother figure, which is an owl, which I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And then and then she's like, you've got to get out of here because all these people are after you because you're fast and stuff like stuff and junk. And she's like, okay, well, you got to come with. She's like, I can't. Why? And I'm like, why? <laughs> this makes no sense. <laughs> like the, all these people are like miles away from her and she's standing in front of this giant the, gold circle that, that she opened up for him to go through. And then she's like, no, I can't. I can't go through. I, okay. And I'm like, why not? You're going to be killed by the, you're going to, you're going to be killed by these things. So as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, something's wrong with the script here. Right. In the first five minutes, this is going nowhere, but downhill. A horrible script. Just the worst dialogue. Yeah. Of any movie. Although oh my good. I, I did get one line that I'm going to use for life. Yeah. Go ahead. And, and I'm going to use it in reference, not necessarily specifically to you two, but you be you, slash. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only line there you go. that Jim Carrey used that made me laugh. That was the only time I laughed in the whole movie. I actually laughed three times in the movie. I don't even remember what they were now. Were you laughing at how bad the script was? I think I think twice I, la- I uh, laughed at how bad it was. Once I actually laughed when I believe I was supposed to. Was it was it the Mochaccino one or whatever he when he brought the Mochaccino? No, oh, no, it was, it was when the, he went to it, the door of James Mars. It was the breastfeeding one. Yes, the <laughs> breastfeeding one. There was a. I was an orphan. Yeah. <laughs> Way to rub that in my face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I must admit, I laughed out loud at that point. Yeah. So the other two were completely unintentional. For ninety minutes of pain and suffering. It was of basically. And the and the rest was so so bad. The dialogue was so terrible. It was. It, I, th- I thought it was written by a six-year-old. I was yeah. like, okay, someone's six-year-old child wrote this movie. Yeah, they should have just improvised, improvised the whole thing. Yeah, but you know what was the most annoying about it was Jim Carrey himself. Like all of his shtick from the '80s when he was like um, Ace Ventura, Ace well, Ventura, it, and it was like well, everything the, was being channeled through it. Well, the, here's the th- the whole thing was that 
Jim Carrey tends to kind of go off and do his own thing, and there's there's a, there's a lot of improvisation in, in almost every movie he does, no matter how tightly scripted it was. You know what? I think he pretty much followed the script with this one, and there was no kind of feeling yeah in it it's like you know what i'm getting my paycheck I'll, I'll spit out the lines i'll make a couple of goofy faces and we'll call it a day in contrast he could have been that guy from kick-ass 2 yeah he was great in kick-ass 2 yeah like where was that guy yeah in fact what i said to you is um and i would i would venture to say in kick-ass 2 that he probably did a little bit of improvisation which i think was you know if, if you're getting well, jim carrey for Exactly. If you get Jim Carrey for the role, that's what you kind of expect. I guarantee none of that was him. That was all. That was all on the page. Uh, when we were watching this, I said to you, "There's two people. Not that this could have made a better movie, but Jim Carrey was annoying me so much, as well as the dialogue that I, it was painful. But if they would have had Jeffrey Combs in as his role, yeah, or if they had that. Kyle MacLachlan in playing Jim Carrey's role, because yeah. they, they they carry around that creep factor with them, and you're just like." I could have seen that, but I think then it wouldn't have been for six-year-old boys. That's yeah, what still I think this movie was made for. It would have been god-awful anyways. And, and I think this movie is probably, what, 30 years too old? Because like they should have made the movie when Sonic was popular. Like Sonic's not popular now, is he? I yeah. don't know. I don't. They, they just released their Sega Classic. So yeah, it's classic. But the actual Sega system was in the nineties. Yes. Yikes. Which was actually my first system. I, I never had any Nintendos. It was I only had Sega. All right. Yeah, me too, buddy. So uh, I, I played I played Sonic quite a bit. A lot of Sonicking. Uh, so we have trash that movie it's hard hard rage it's the hardest rage i've ever heard yeah it's oh, so god i i was you i was in pain i just yeah thanks a lot murray you dick <laughs> <laughs> murray gets a uh, high five for that that's why they call it film rage that's yeah, right I tell you, the so, only, only time i've ever called someone a dick and he's smiling ear to ear yeah he loved it um okay so for this week bryce you are on the hot seat so you've got a rage or dare buddy Rage or dare, rage or dare, decision, decision. I, I saw you guys laughing quite uh, quite a bit before when you when you uh, when you agreed upon the dare that I might have to partake in. The rage. Or do I go into the bag, the bag of twenty awful movies, and pluck one out? Although I got two bags, don't I? Yeah, you got two yeah. bags I've full. Got, 40. I got forty movies to choose from. Forty terrible movies. Random or you guys agreed on something? We did agree on this dare. Mm. Make it snappy. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. You know what? Just because it's. Uh, I'm gonna reach into a bag. All right. Any bag will do. Okay, well, let's what take mine yeah. first. Murray got us last week. Okay, here I go. This is what Bryce is gonna see this week. Holy crap! This is like quality paper. Yeah. You're, you're not gonna get that in my bag. Oh, come on. Yes, it is. Please tell us what you're going to be seeing this week. I will be seeing 2006's The Breakup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is so painful. <laughs> who is that? Refresh your memory. <laughs> we even talked about this. It's Jen isn't it Jennifer Aniston and uh, Jennifer Aniston oh, and Jennifer Vince Vaughn. Oh yeah, I know exactly what it is. I do recall that now. <clears throat> that is the one where she supposedly walked around naked, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Yeah, one of the many hilarious bits from that movie. I can't yeah. wait to see, talk. You should you talk about this next week? <sighs> the breakup. Well, enjoy. All right, All right. All right. challenge laid down. RMM, buddy. What do we got this week? It. All right. All right. Are we ready? We're ready. I'm ready. All right, starting off, which I'm, I hesitate to say this name because uh, it's kind of a soft spot for me. Chris Hemsworth. Meh. Meh. Mondo. <laughs> Liam Neeson. Mondo. Meh. Sigourney Weaver. Mondo. Mondo. Antonio Banderas. Mondo. Mondo. Hugo Weaving. Mondo. Mondo. Uh, Ethan something. Mondo. Mondo. Jason Lee. Mondo. Meh. Shannon Doherty. Rage. 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 Yeah. Badly canter for God's sakes. So? Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't save her exactly. acting. Exactly. 
doesn't make her a yeah, better give her actor. Some love. She she is not terrible in everything. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. She's terrible. Move on. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams. Oh no. Joey Lauren Adams. You don't know Joey Lauren Adams? No. What's it? Joey Adams was from Chasing Amy. Oh okay. Well, meh. That terrible Affleck mm. performance. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And it was kind of a terrible movie. And one that we all, both had. Uh, Rosaria Dawson. Oh, Mondo. Mondo. Who is now in a new TV show, which I'm looking forward to watching. Sweet. I, just, I love Rosario Dawson. She's and so Mondo. Finishing off, we got Double John Mondo. Goodman. Mondo. Mondo. Jason Bateman, who was not in the list before. Jason Bateman wasn't? Mondo. He was Mondo. not on the list. Uh, Domhnall Gleeson. Mondo. Oh, Mondo. Star total Wars Mondo. Movies. Total, total. And his dad, too. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Mondo. Mondo. And Benicio Del Toro. Oh, that's Mondo. a super Mondo. He made, didn't he make our mesmerized? <laughs> oh, no, he hasn't. I don't know if he, he hasn't the... yet, but yeah, what most of them have, the last three have in common. It's never, never occurred to me. They, they were all on in some sort of list. <coughs> they were all in The Last Jedi, which I just watched on TV the other day. Wow. Yes. All right. Well, all right. that brings us to the end. I think we made it pretty close to an hour here. Uh, Yeah, we might just, we're just about there. But, all yeah, right. Well, do your thing. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Uh, thanks to the extended Film Rage crew of uh, Stephanie DeRoy for social media, Paul Gowan for his technical knowledge, Leonard Conlin for his artistic vision and photography via Leonard Conlin Photography. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcast, Google Play, and Spotify. Please follow us on Space Facebook. Facebook. Faceballs. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please note, we are going to be starting a YouTube channel, hopefully coming this week, so stay tuned for that. We're always wanting your feedback to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment often, and please make us rage. Please, please make us rage. Uh, That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage Rage on. on.